time. We are all on this planet for a finite amount of time. You don't want to get to the end of your time here with regrets. You also don't want to waste the limited time you have, nor allow others to waste it for you. In this week's episode, I want to talk about making effective use of time and, in some cases, being protective of your time. We'll dig in right after a quick word from our sponsor. Hey guys, Ashley here. Are you having trouble meeting the right girl? Are you struggling due to lack of confidence, not knowing what to say, or not having a plan? Are you tired of being told to act confident around women without being told how? If so, I'd like to introduce you to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book from David Sharp. If you are afraid to approach women in public, this book is for you. If you aren't having success meeting women on dating websites or apps, this book is for you. If you're having trouble connecting with women on dates, this book is for you. The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting has loads of modern, field-tested, and ready-to-use examples to help you confidently approach women and meet great women either in person or online. It also has practical, real-world advice to help you truly get the most out of the dating process. And it has thoughtful, practical advice for cultivating and sustaining your relationships for the long term. It's got it all, and you're going to love it. The book's website is gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. That's gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. You can go to gentlemansguidetoflirting.com and click the Buy Now button, or just search for Gentleman's Guide to Flirting by David Sharp on Amazon.com or anywhere else you buy your favorite books or eBooks, and start changing your life now. Hello there. Welcome to episode 50, the big 5-0, hard to believe, episode 50 of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting podcast. I am David, the author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, available on Amazon.com and everywhere else you find your favorite books or ebooks worldwide. Today I want to talk about time, specifically several aspects of the concept of time. I want to share some thoughts around how I think about managing time and how I protect my time and why I think you should do likewise, including being mindful of protecting your time. And we'll look at the topic from several angles, but with a special focus on dating and relations with women. I'll talk about what I mean by protecting your time first. In the book, I make the case that the confidence that is so vital to your success in our process springs from your daily efforts around self-improvement, progress towards your goals, and stacking wins every day. As part of that, you also take care of your health and your happiness because those are essential to making the whole process work as well. And you are doing all of that, not for yourself, but to be in the best position possible to support the people you care about most in the world, which might include a wife and a family later. However, there are only 24 hours in a day to do all of that. Whether you are 18 and just starting out, in your 20s or 30s and are on your way, or 40 or 50 or older, you still only have that same 24 hours to work with, obviously. Let me illustrate what I mean by a guy protecting his time. Let's say that you have two 24-year-olds, one 24-year-old 24, 24 man and one 24-year-old woman. 
Now, they're friends. Everything is great between them. They like each other. But the man wants to add sex. He wants to do more. He wants to do more with the relationship with the young woman. But the woman just likes spending time with the guy. And maybe she's using him for his time. For example, what I mean by that is he's the guy. He's her go-to for, say, hey, come kill this spider that's in my apartment Hey, come help me move. Hey, help me help. Hey, come over and help my friend move. Hey, come over and pick me or my friend up from the airport. Come over and help me set up this furniture. Come help me move my couch. Hey, come take me to this bar. But if you try to make a very respectful move on her, she recoils and re- rejects him. That's what I mean. If um the guy's very clear, very respectful about his intentions, but she... Just, just doesn't want to take that uh, next step and add that dimension to the relationship. The guy may need to go and protect his time. He's only got 24 hours in a day to work with, like we said. And there's plenty other uh, ladies out there who may be more, far more receptive to doing more with him. So you got to be protect. You got to watch your time like that. Don't let somebody, man or woman, just kind of abuse your time and use you for your time. You gotta, you really gotta protect that because you've got goals to pursue. You got wins to stack. The idea of being in the quote unquote friend zone with someone when you, when you don't want to be is relevant here. Now, if a lady is really worth it, you can try being clear with her about how you feel to move out of it. So out of the friend zone, so to speak. But again, if after a time you aren't where you want to be, you might need to cut bait with her and move on to other ladies. All right. That's a single guy. So, what if you are married or in a long-term relationship of some sort? Does my advice about protecting your time still apply? The answer is yes, you have to protect your time, always. Here, you probably already live together and you still have to deal with this, hey, come kill the spider, come pick me up at the airport, come help me set up this furniture, come help me move my sofa, that kind of thing. There is no turning that down. You're with her and you live together you you need to cooperate uh, and you need to help however i um, just as an example speaking for myself as an example for you to consider i don't want to spend time on small things or nonsense what i consider small things or nonsense when i need to work on my goals when i need to stack today's wins when i need to make money to make the whole system work and support all the people that i care about now, how do I separate what I consider small things or nonsense from everything else? I ask myself, hey, does this task or this ask advance my goals? Does it make me money somehow? I ask, how is it aligned with my life priorities? Looking at the big picture or the wins I need or need to stack today. Now, she might get frustrated with you when you turn down requests to do what she considers big things, but in your broader view, those are the small things are not worth the time. But remember, at the end of the day, even though she may be frustrated temporarily with you, she still loves you because of the man you are. And that man has goals and priorities, and he hits those goals and priorities because he has a process and a plan, and as disciplined in all ways, including how he uses time. She loves you for a reason. She loves you for the way that you operate, for the discipline that you have, for the way that you conduct yourself. Now, 
you don't continue to be cool and a provider and a protector when your day is filled with meaningless tasks and nonsense and you're blowing around like a leaf in the wind chasing those meaningless tasks. Now, friends can do this too. I mean, waste your time, sometimes by design or as a result of some problem with their personality or maybe, frankly, their lack of respect for you and or your time. In my life, I've needed to get rid of a male and female friends for this very reason. They didn't respect me and my time, and they asked for a lot. They expected me to do a lot, but they weren't really reciprocating. You know, you might need to reevaluate the friends in your life to make sure that the cost, for the lack of a better term, or maybe I should say the hassle or energy or effort required to maintain that friendship on your behalf is worth the benefit to you of having them there. Are you really sure you need more than two or three or five or maybe ten really close friends around throughout your life? I think it's kind of a mo more modern way of looking at things now to kind of go back and reevaluate what people are in your circle, and that includes family and friends, but we're talking about friends here, kind of reevaluate them. And I don't mean to be cold and clinical about it, but is the um, kind of benefit that's accruing to you in terms of your happiness and satisfaction and benefit of having someone around kind of worth the hassle of having them there? Now let's switch to thinking about time over the longer haul, over the course of your whole life. Starting with time as a young man, and by that I mean you're maybe in your late teens or 20s or 30s. When you are young, you can take more chances to say yes because you have time to make mistakes and to take those chances. You have time to find your passions. Do that. That's essential. It makes it a lot easier to get through life when you get out of bed and what you're working towards, your goals, the wins you're going to stack that day, or aligned with your passions. It's a really, really great way to live. You have time to try to figure out how to get the most out of your life. Do all of that. Life is too short to be unhappy. One thing I want to be clear about is, especially for guys just starting out on this process, no matter what age you are, is being scared to approach women or delaying pursuing a relationship isn't, is not what I want you to do. I don't want you to delay. Don't feel like you need to wait until you have a certain amount of money in the bank or X amount of income per year or a big house or that fancy car. You don't need all that stuff right now. What you do need is you need to be on a good trajectory, meaning you need to have a good plan and be working that plan. Have your goals laid out, be stacking wins every day towards those goals. You'll see that. And that'll work for many women, maybe not all of them, but many of them. The book pounds that message home and it pounds in that message because it is absolutely vital. Don't feel like you need to delay anything when it comes to meeting and finding someone. You don't. So what about time in your 40s and 50s, or if you're planning ahead to your 40s and 50s and you're younger now? Some recommend slowing down when you get to that age, but can you, I ask you, can you with the world the way it is? Can you retire? Will you have enough money? If so, what about the millions of other people around you? What about your family and children? Will they still need your support? So should you slow down 
or suck all the nectar out of life? Should you keep grinding to go and accumulate as much as possible for yourself and your family and those you care the most about? I say go for it as long as your health and your energy hold up. That is what the times call for, in my opinion. It's not as easy, and I'm saying this as someone who lives in the United States, and I know we have listeners all around the world, and their circumstances may be better or worse or somehow different, but the um, future, and I don't see any relief looming over any horizon for this, the future to me is going to be a little tougher for us and our children looking forward, so accumulating more wealth and making the most of every day is absolutely what the times call for. So that's my best advice to you for um, that age range. Now, I need to say the big exception for me when it comes to how I think about time is when you consider how to spend time with your own children or children in your family or the children of those, like your closest friends who look up to you and you spend time with and they look to you as a leader. Those young faces need leadership and mentorship and support and protection. And you, as the leader you are, conscientiously helping them grow up and learn and benefit from your experience and find their own passions and, and explore their own interests and develop. Well, that's a good thing. It's a great thing. And it's a worthwhile investment of your time. So what about the winter of your life, so to speak, the winter of your life? The average life expectancy for a male in the United States where I live is 78 years, as I record this in 2021. Where you live, it might be more or might be less. So when you're getting up in age, uh, maybe you're physically less able to do more compared to what you could in your prior years. We all get older and we can't be young and handsome and 18 years old forever. I suggest you don't live your life in a way where you, well, in other words, you don't want to look back with regrets at the end of your days. You don't want to die with music on your lips. You don't want to regret not having done something that you could would considered vital in your life. Live your life to the fullest for as long as you can. All right, that's all I have for this week. Let's get after it out there. Let's go.